Conservatism and liberalism, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of talk about that in in the current um, political sociopolitical so. spectrum, right? Yeah. And how they are fundamental, how the two, the union of the two of them, mm -hmm. become fundamental in a healthy society, right? Right. So when you look at um, Vedic culture and how they look at life, mm -hmm. you had the four I in us, right? Okay. Can you can you name them? So you have Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha. Okay. Okay. And they're the four Kendras of the... Kendra means? Kendras are the... The, um, the East, pillars West. of being within okay. the Jyotish Kundali, right? Okay. So when you look at... The Jyotish, East, Jyotish West, is Vedic North, astrology, right? but it's really the study of time and space, which okay. is the study of being. Okay. Right? So the, f one, the first, fourth, seventh, and tenth houses... Mm -hmm are the manifest houses of, of your life. Right. Right? Mm. Um, everything else is something that is, it manifests as well, but it's... It's subtle. It's, it's more subtle. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and those four houses map to the four ayanas, mm -hmm. Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha. So, you have... It's two pairs of opposites. Yeah. Right, so Dharma is opposite of Kama, Kama. and Moksha Arta. is opposite of Artha. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Right, and it is the balance. So that so that so then in Vedic culture they talk about how you, in order to live a stable, progressive life, you need to pursue you all have, pursue all four in balance. Right, right, mm -hmm. and that gives you the most potential for healthy progress. Yeah. So it, as I see it, it's it's a balance of that liberalism and conservatism in a sense yeah it is on a deeper level than necessarily just social level mm. but it is that those polarities of mm. so you see that the conservatism comes in uh on the on the on the dharma moksha excuse me on the dharma kama trine oh, okay dharma is conservatism uh -huh. and kama is um liberalism, liberalism. Then on the other trine, it flips. Excuse me, not trine. The other... Kendra's. Um, Polarity. Uh, pair. Yeah. Moksha is liberalism. And Arta is... And Arta is conservative. Is conservative. And those balance... They balance... It becomes a balance. Because also the... So the, the opposites of economics the, and liberation... And it has to also do with the fact that these... And you have to find that also... Social the, order and... The, the, and, they, and they actually pair up because what happens is... The tenth from anywhere is the dharma or the action, the active principle of that thing, right? Mm -hmm. So, so the, the first house is dharma, mm -hmm. and tenth from there is the artha house. Mm -hmm. So they're connected. 
All right. And then the seventh house shows how moksha is the ultimate desire. Mm -hmm. That you're actually through desire, you're actually seeking liberation. Liberation. Right. That all desire is seeking actual satisfaction, satisfaction, liberation. liberation. Yeah. And the ultimate being spiritual satisfaction. Was moksha. Yeah. Ma. Ma, right? Yeah, like yeah. makara. Yeah. Ksha meaning to protect the last letter. Yeah. The final lever, letter yeah. in the alphabet. So the end. The end of suffer. End of death. End of ma. End of moksha. Ma. End of maya. End of kama. End of um. And Rama is doing the same. It's burning yeah, it. Rama is doing the same, burning it. But the ksha is. It's like a protection. Ksha is very, very powerful. That's why in Shringadev's bija is kshram. And, and you see Garuda's ksha and chi. Um, there's a few other people who have that ksha. That's Ketri Vidya. Hmm. The, you know, I was thinking about it because like, um, for anybody who's maybe getting very enthusiastic in their spiritual endeavor, is important to note it to to um to try to maintain the balance it's the most right. sustainable you know duncan trussell was on joe rogan today guess what he started talking about no what he's he was talking about community yeah talking about love yeah talking about family then he starts talking about the grihasta ashram in those words no, so the grihasta ashram is the place where you make good people yeah the Grihasta Ashram, which is family and community, yeah. right? You can actually produce good people. Good people. And, and this is the sort of, this is the big disconnect Iskan had. It, it, it didn't want to produce no. Grihastas. Because what happened is, they didn't understand the four Ayanas. They pursued Moksha above all. They, even beyond, even... They, they ditched Dharma. Yeah. They ditched Dharma. Because mm. if you don't, if Dharma means you have a family and you do your right thing. Right. They ditched that, yeah, and they ditched Kama, uh -huh. and they ditched Arta, mm -hmm. and they all went f hard for Moksha. Hard for Moksha. Right. All right, we want out. Let, let, let finish yeah. this up and let's go. Boom. Yeah, and it's not sustainable at all. And, and Bhakti is actually the tradition for Grihastas. Yeah, Bhakti is is well. When we get back to the spiritual world, right? What are we all doing? We're all living Grihasta life, um, in, in in love with Krishna, and that's that's the and ideal. And each other, yeah. So that is the ideal. The ideal message that the world really needs to start thinking about yeah. is how to reinvigorate families. families and communities. How to keep couples together. How to keep couples together. How to raise children to be thoughtful, balanced, productive, mm -hmm. um, disciplined, yet open. Individuals. Open, free-thinking yeah. You know, like the balance between liberalism and, and, and conservatism, the balance between kama and moksha, the balance between um, dharma and artha, the balance of those. And Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita several times in these debates, because they have this debate amongst the Pandavas, which is better of the Purusharthas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously Yudhisthira is all for dharma and Nikula, and, Sah <laughs> Nikula, Nikula and Sahadev say... Um, Artha, Arjuna says moksha, Bhima says not, it's kama. There's nothing, nothing in this world motivates man. Bhima's right. And Krishna applauds Bhima. Krishna says that Bhima is right. Yeah. And everyone's like, what? But then Krishna clarifies. Yeah. 
And then Krishna says, actually, the, the highest, the, the man that is, or the person who is the most ba- perfect is he who pursues all four in a proper balance yeah. that is in accord with dharma and truth. Yeah. And he enjoys this life and gains in the next. Yeah. So he's considered the highest. And it's the same thing like we were talking about the gunas, like those yeah. who follow, who, who apply themselves to a balanced guna profile in their life. Yeah. Um, they they actually enjoy all the gunas correctly, pr- properly, and and this is something that I think that um, people that get sucked into um, spiritual cults mm. um, that have a narrow presentation, mm. um, and 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 you see the thing is that Prabhupada's presentation is not narrow. No. Not in any sense. No. Prabhupada, if you read all of Prabhupada, then you'll get a very balanced perspective. Yeah. And, but when you see, what you see in practice um, is more of a high-level Gorlila interpretation. Mm. But in order to actually do that safely, you have to be high-level. Yeah. And so there's a lot of things that that get lost when it comes to Dharma, the Kama Moksha. And we're not supposed to pursue them for our own. We're supposed to pursue them because they're good for us, they're good for others, and they're actually part of our yoga with Krishna. Yeah. They're part of our... It's for the benefit of all. It's, 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 we, we do it not for ourselves, we do yeah. it for Krishna. Yeah. So, you know, that, that the family, the philosophy of family and the individual needs to take center place again in almost every kind of conversation Mm. um i think for too long we've been focused on technological advancement scientific discovery uh philosophical inquiry in in into existential and um ethical and psychological dimensions but we've kind of stopped relating that back to real life Mm. in the sense of it's not making our lives better. It's making a lot of them, a lot of people's lives worse. Um, not in every single way, but as we see today, divorce rates are very high. The amount of children growing up without both parents is very high. Um, youth crime is very high in low socioeconomic places, which occupy a large portion of our population. These low socioeconomic yeah. group, um families and communities they occupy they're they're a large population it's not a little thing so um the luxuries that technology and scientific discovery give us they do not teach us behavior and behavior is the real centerpiece of human interaction Mm -hmm. and you know the funny thing for Sam Harris to have a moral argument for morality, an argument for morality based on secularism and atheism, when he starts with, basically, I was watching some two guys talk about Sam's book. Um, it's about morality. I can't remember the name of the book. Um, anyway, Sam's argument is basically that we know that there are conscious minds. So we know that there's suffering, so we can form 
uh, a sense of right and wrong based on causing harm or not causing harm, which is essentially what the Vedas say. This is the concept of Papa and Punya, mm-hmm. right? So he, he actually uses a spiritual principle, principle to <laughs> validate morality, which I find, which I find rather... I, I, I find rather um, perplexing that you you think you can take the soul but not God, or you think you can you mm. can you can have this inherently important consciousness, which the Vedas say consciousness is God, mm. and you can preach atheism while preaching the soul, which is basically right what Sankhya did. Yeah, well, he's, so he's basically he's, he's teaching Sankhya and Theravada Buddhism. He's not actually he's not, he's an, not an atheist, atheist in the way people are, are labeled. If you look at his chart, he has an exalted Jupiter in the fourth house. So his he's main con- highly spiritual, twelfth lord exalted in the fourth. It's highly spiritual, and his mind is and it's on moksha driven. But because he has Saturn, Saturn, Sun, and Ketu, Saturn, Sun, and Ketu, Saturn, Sun. No, it can't be K2. Saturn, Sun, and Moon. Yeah. Amavasya Dosha in the 12th house. Right. It's a... It's a Shunya. Shunyata. So he's, he's perceiving Shunyata of, and he doesn't he, understand he, 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 that. He, that's his experience. Well, the Theravadins, they, they deny... Well, they don't actually deny emptiness. the existence of Ishwar. They just say he's not ultimate reality. It's it's, 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 it's he's emptiness empty. Is, uh, emptiness is the base and emptiness is... And we, and we would say of material reality, yeah. Yeah. All right, that's it for this episode, guys. See you later.